Welcome to the Friday Night Ohio podcast powered by Sarda. I'm Cliff Hickman sitting in for our illustrious leader, Chris Bevan. <laughs> and I'm here with Joe Scalzo and Josh Weir of the Canton Repository. And we're here to look ahead to week two of high school football action. And we're going to start off hot with Joe. We have McKinley and Bookdale on the schedule. Yeah, I'd just like to start off by saying welcome to Josh Weir. I think this is your first podcast since the fall, right? I think you're right, Joe. <laughs> Thanks. I was wondering if you had any other uh, adjective for Chris Bevan or sports editor than illustrious. Um, probably. I, I <laughs> <laughs> profane comes to mind. I don't know if we can say that on the, <laughs> the podcast. Uh, although he uh, he comes across as so smooth on the podcast um so yeah for the record that's exactly how he is all the time uh yeah let's talk mckinley bookdale because mckinley's coming off a really impressive uh win over warren harding well to me it was the impressive thing was that they you know they you know got burned on some big throws their passing game wasn't quite there and they found a way to win and um and uh now now they're playing like a weird saturday one o'clock game on grass um, which is always unusual. And they're, they're playing a team that, that got handled pretty well by Hoover last week. But uh, um, I think that, you know, for me, the key with, with McKinley, Lemire Garrett looks like a, a much um, more complete back than he did last year. He was really talented, but he was more of a straight north and south breaking tackles guy. He, he showed some elu- elusiveness that I hadn't seen. And I think part of that is that he hadn't played running back until last year and kind of emerged late in the season. And, and so he's kind of the guy until Elijah Wesley um, can sort of get, you know, he showed like a big arm last week, but um, kind of overthrew some possible touchdowns. He did have a couple of touchdowns that were called back by holding penalties or big throws. I mean, but um, impressive. And, and to, the other thing that they have to worry about is their their secondary would look really good on some plays, but it had some some breakdowns. It got beat deep, and and so uh, you know for Bookdale, you know they're coming off a, a big loss. They do have a, a running back with I think with an LSU offer and Kyrie Young, who was at Barbara in the year before, and they have some athletes and some talent. So there's some some potential there that to get beat with big plays again kind of like what Warren Harding had. And I guess the big question we have for Joe is, will this game be shorter than a Tarantino film as you (laughs) tweeted last week? Yeah, for some reason, like, if you get those high school games that just take forever and, you know, you kind of almost know in the first quarter this is going to be one of those games that you throw it a lot and there's a lot of, there was a lot of cramping last week. Um, And sometimes even grass can be worse than that just because you're, you're not used to playing on it and you end up like using some muscles that you're not used to, to, to using. So, uh, but the, the good thing is that it's a one o'clock game. So if it does go longer than a Tarantino film and uh, it, it's not as big of a deal for the reporters of the world. Um, but uh, it's yeah. going to make Friday night, Ohio.com <laughs> is what you're saying. So be there Saturday afternoon. And we're going to move on to another exciting matchup in just a moment. But first, I want to remind you, the Friday Night Ohio podcast is powered by Sarda. Sarda, providing over 5,000 rides a day for work. Sarda provides over 2.4 million rides a year. Sarda takes you to work, school, medical appointments, and more. Sarda, where can we take you today? And we're going to return to our regularly scheduled programming here. We're going to bring in Josh Weir, and we have the big matchup of the week that is going to be our featured game. I'll let you know more information on that in just a minute. But it's Hoover and Louisville. Josh, how are things looking this week? Well, it's the 97th uh, matchup in these uh, in this this series, and uh, so they go ba- they go way back. Um, 
Interesting game for Hoover in the sense that, you know, as well as they looked against Bookdoll, now you, you just have a completely different type of matchup with Louisville. You go from the the, the run-heavy uh, athletes of Bookdoll to um, the kind of the precision passing game of Louisville, the spread, the, you know, the, the bubble screens and stuff. So it'll be interesting just to see how they handle uh, that that transition. But, I mean, man, you couldn't have asked for much of a better opener from, from Hoover. On Louisville's side, I mean, you know, it's it's they're they're entering a really tough part of their schedule. It's four straight Fair League schools, um, starting here with Hoover. Um, you know, they lost a really tough game last week to Canfield, so uh, a, a big bounce back week for Louisville because you know if you if you drop this one, you're zero and two. It's just it's just you're putting yourself into a tough spot. The pressure builds, whatnot. So uh, the, the the leopards really need to come out and, and put together something. And uh, they're they're going to have their hands full with with Hoover though, who looked uh, just great last week against Booktool. Yeah, as you mentioned, some uh, strange set of circumstances there at the end of the Louisville game. Really a heartbreaker. They miss a short field goal, let up the big pass play, and then a short field goal by Canfield wins it for the Cardinals. So that was a tough one, and you wonder how that affects them mentally going into this week. Well, right. I mean, that's a it's a it's a tough spot for a new coach. You're 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 trying to kind of establish what you want to do, and and here you are, you know with a really t- kind of a gut punch loss and you're coming back against a, a Hoover team that, you know, who knows, they might be, they might be as good as anybody this side of Maslin. So um, yeah, tough, tough spot, tough spot for the Leopards for sure. And we're going to move on to the rest of the Federal League in just a moment. But first, I want to let you know the Goodwill Drive to Victory returns for a second season. The Drive to Victory to collect donations begins this week with Northwest and Canton South. You have the 1-0 Indians taking on the 0-1 Wildcats this week. And you can uh, go ahead out there and donate and help out the community. And now we're going to return again to the rest of the Federal League. Some great action on the schedule this week, Josh. What else are you looking at? Well, uh, Akron East Perry, um, you know, uh, Perry, uh, the 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 uh, Dion Cundiff show last week. I mean, just a ridiculous performance two two seventy four and six touchdowns um, against a, a game central squad, but a, kind of an overmatched central squad. You know, now you're going to get up against East. That's you know got some bigger bodies, some some obviously better athletes. Um, but man, Perry looked good. I mean, they, uh, the, the, you know, I, I, I kind of, I watched them last week and I can't imagine how good they're going to be once they get Josh Lemon back and you kind of have his game breaker speed with Cundiff's power and just the, you know, just the, the line. I mean, that could be, uh, I mean, just the, the Keith Wakefield special of them just pounding the ball down people's throats. Um, but it, like I said, a lot of different challenge against East. So it'll be interesting to see how. Perry just kind of deals with that that athleticism, as as Waker likes to say. You know, they always deal with uh, struggle with the athletes in space. So, and we're going to move over to Joe Scalzo. Joe, what what do you have for us? Well, I mean, obviously the fairly going seven and zero, and I feel like every time we we talk about them, they're like, boy, they're really good this year. Perry's really good. This Hoover's really good. I, you know, I talked to Dan to George earlier today. He really likes his team, and they're kind of getting back to the blueprint that Lake you know has, which is they're really good defensively. 
Um, they kind of shut down Ashland's spread defense, held them to seven points and or spread offense, I should say. And um, they got a lot of different backs they can spread around. And I, I, I mean, Lindhurst Brush is coming off a loss. I don't, I don't think that they're going to challenge Lake um, very much. And and uh, it's kind of one of those games where like this would have been the Dover game for Lake, and instead they had to kind of scramble when that series uh, didn't get renewed by Dover. And, and but um, I, I think again, you're you're kind of seeing like. I wonder how much the federal league teams are going to kind of be like looking at what everybody else is doing because, you know, I, I, I mean, the two teams that we really had questions about, which were Glen Oak and, and Green, you know, they're coming off big wins. And so, um, you know, it's kind of a, it, it's an interesting week. Yeah, a lot to keep an eye on. And then real quickly, uh, Mayfield Jackson. Uh, Jackson, a really good debut last week, too, beating Akron East. Um, you know, sophomore quarterback Hunter Geisinger looked good. And you know they've 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 got Jake Ryan. They, it was a really good first step for a, a Jackson team that was you know basically replacing, well, I think four out of their five offensive linemen, and uh, just you know Jake Ryan was really the only main big big target coming back. So a, a good first step for Jackson going up against a, a, a kind of a perennial playoff team in Mayfield. That's um, you know, is always a, a tough out each year. Yeah, I mean the other two games are you know Maslin and Glen Oak. I don't I don't think Glen Oak's probably going to have enough to to win that game. But um, Green's playing a, a Brexville team that was winless last year. I, I mean I don't think it would be a big surprise to see the Federal League go six and one this week. And you know you're talking about a Green team that was one and nine last year. If they start with two wins, that's that's pretty impressive. All right, we're going to take a look at the rest of the area in just a moment. But first, the Akron Children's Hospital, FridayNightOhio.com, Game of the Week, continues Friday when Hoover visits Louisville at 7 p.m. The live stream broadcast in partnership with iHeartRadio will be on FridayNightOhio.com and the Friday Night Ohio app. So that's how you can listen to the game this week. And we're going to finish things off with a look at one of the bigger independent uh, matchups in the area. You mentioned Central Catholic giving a valiant performance against Perry. They're taking on Norway this week, Josh. Yeah, I mean, you know, you're not dealing with necessarily the the, the kind of the numbers of Perry, um, but Norway's got a really big offensive line. They're really talented. Um, they're a spread team, and they're I mean, they, that's been a really good football program the last ten years or so. Um, and I, I thought Central looked interesting you know i think that's a team that could be uh really good by the end of the season um obviously it's always a question with you know can they last physically can they avoid the injuries because they're not super deep but um i thought their offense looked really good they really gave perry some problems um until they just kind of wore down physically but uh, a really good matchup both these teams coming off uh, week one losses to good teams uh norway lost to mogador um so just a good week two bounce back game for one of these teams that that you know uh, it's a big difference between starting 0-2 or getting that first win and, and kind of being able to maybe get some momentum going. And uh, how much how much does the health of Central play into that game? I know they got – I mean, Perry's a physical team, and it sounded like there were some guys banged up at times. Yeah, I think they avoided serious injuries. I mean, it was a lot of cramping and just, just guys kind of just – it was just a tough game. I mean, you know, you're just getting just so physical when you play Perry. Um 
so I, I think they're good. I don't think they're going to be missing too many people per se, but um, it's just a matter of the cumulative effect of that week. Now, you did have the extra day, obviously, because they played on Thursday, but um, now you're going up against a, a Norway team. Like I said, they, they're like, they got a couple 300 pounders up front. I mean, they're, you know, they're big. So um, it'll be a question, but I, I think, I think central made it out. Okay. Against Perry. And then, you know, you know hopefully they can just avoid the, the major injuries uh, going forward. All right, and we're going to take a quick look at the Eastern Buckeye Conference. That means it falls to me. <laughs> the, the host is pulling double duty today. A man uh, of many talents. Yes, we have uh, Niles McKinley at Alliance. That's a good one to keep an eye on. Alliance uh, with a great win last week over Hubbard. You have the two-headed running back system there with quarterback Brandon Alexander at six foot three. He can really, really athletic. Has a nice arm. He kept it on the ground last week. And Jeff Talbert. The Aviators were able to run the ball really well despite replacing four of their five offensive linemen. So it seems. Seems like they have things really well together there. Cliff, real quickly, how much how how much did that surprise you? That that kind of performance going on the road and you know with some of the new faces and whatnot. I thought that I thought it might be a little tough because you saw last year when Alliance lost uh, four linemen and played in that game, they lost by fifty points, and Hubbard had a lot of guys back. Mm-hmm. I think the one thing that may be different is Alliance has kind of found its system as as we went further into last year. Running the ball became more and more a point of emphasis for them, and throwing not quite as much. And this time they just opened right out of the gate, running the ball at Hubbard and outgained them by a couple hundred yards. Yeah. So Man, it seems like Seth Whiting has found the system and he's, he's sticking to what works and it worked well there. Yeah, I, I, I thought they might struggle a little bit in that game, but uh, yeah, they came out with a win. Uh, another big one, Marlington at Kent Roosevelt. Kent Roosevelt coming off a win over Canton South last week, a fellow EBC school. Marlington off a heartbreaking loss to Poland. They went for a two-point conversion in the final minute, didn't get it. I will say quarterback C.J. Griner looks great. Wide receiver Ryan Cooley, absolutely fearless. He was cutting in and over, in and around traffic in the middle there. I was kind of afraid for his life a little bit at times when I saw some of the areas he was making catches in. And Andrew Carr at tight end, that's a really big vertical threat. He had a couple receptions over 40 yards last week. So he's big, he can get downfield, and he can take the ball off the smaller defensive backs. He did that on the long touchdown. He was just bigger than the other guy. And that's pretty much what we have in the Eastern Buckeye Conference this week. We'd like to thank you for downloading and listening to the Friday Night Ohio podcast powered by Sarda. Sarda, providing over 5,000 rides a day for work. Sarda provides over 2.4 million rides a year. Sarda takes you to work, school, medical appointments, and more. That includes football games. Sarda, where can we take you today? This is a podcast from the Canton Repository Sports Department. Look for our next episode late Friday night. It's more like early Saturday morning, folks. You might, if you're catching us live on Saturday, it's going to be like 1.30, 2 a.m., just to warn you. But for Joe Scalzo, Josh Weir, I'm Cliff Hickman sitting in for Chris Bevan, and we will see you Friday. <laughs> <laughs>